live in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Sandcast, y'all. Hey, everybody. What up? All right. Today we are back to the original three. I got me, the Adam Hendricks, <laughs> Pastor Sanctuary, who just cut up, cut off Mark Morinishi. Yes, I was gonna say we're we're Menlo's big three. You know, yes. all great sports team has the big three. Dang. We are Menlo's big three, dude. I didn't even think about that. Dang. Okay, let's go ahead and go to a great conversation. Let's way better declare- than the two and a half men most people call us. <laughs> 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 that is true that is yeah. uh what most people say but in the big three scenario let's go ahead and mm-hmm. say who's who is who right here i'm conf- i'm really interested in what we think well it depends on which big three you're talking about that is a great question too i was thinking of the real big three the chicago bulls <laughs> no i was thinking of the miami heat isn't that the they were sort of the pioneers of the big three weren't they yeah yeah i think so so that was LeBron, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade. That's the OG big three. That was the OG big three. I think David is definitely Dwayne Wade. Interesting. <laughs> it's funny how okay. I said definitely, like I was so sure. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think I'm, I'm Dwayne Wade. You're probably LeBron, dude. You're the biggest. I can't be LeBron. You're the. I can't be LeBron. I'll be LeBron. You're. Okay, you can be LeBron. I'll be Dwayne Wade. Yes, David's got to be Chris Bosh. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's for sure Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh is fun and lighthearted and goofy. Yeah, there we go. It's all things David are or is. Yes. So, everybody, welcome to the Saintcast, uh, especially you sports fans out there. If you don't yeah, know sorry sports, about that, everyone else. Sports ball. Sports ball. I'm so sorry. Uh, but uh, I'm so excited you guys are joining with us. Uh, man, I don't know about you, Mark. I have just enjoyed every week being able to uh, just do this. This is fun for me. So what's been your favorite episode so far? We're already doing a best of. This is the best of week. We are on episode 10. So, I mean, we're in double digits now. We're All getting right. up there. Uh, Man. There have been some great moments. I feel like we should roll like a top five hits. Yes. I really loved our last week's conversation with Just Chow. I thought that was, was so good. Really good. So Yeah. So if you missed that, please go back and check that out. It's a little lengthy, but it's worth it. Yep. Listen to two times speed and just <laughs> pause when you need to and digest. Yeah. Yes. I couldn't agree more. Um I just loved all of it. It really helped me, and I'm going to listen back. To, well, I have listened back to it. And I think uh, that's a great pro tip, two times speed, or uh, I would love to listen half time speed. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite things in life to do. It it just makes us sound uh, like we are so high, <laughs> and it's so funny. So that is pretty if you funny. need to laugh, do that. People need laughs right now, man. Amen. And then we were just talking about this, but we're, as a team, we're not doing so hot. Yeah, this has yeah. been kind of a, a week or a last couple of weeks of just the same old stuff. Uh, and right. so before we started this podcast, we were kind of checking in. And I think our average one out of 10, 10 being great, was probably a three. That was probably <laughs> yeah. our average. Yes, so. totally. And uh, yeah, two things on that, like A, so what we did is we prayed together and I just, 
man, that's such a cool blessing to be able to do that together. And I, I sort of, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just, uh, some of you guys will be listening like, uh, man, I wish you could have that. Uh, I don't know. And maybe you do have that, but it's, that is a definitely a blessing of working at a church is like, uh, being able to, there's a spiritual component that we're all in for each other. And that, that's super helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second thing I, I love that you brought this up. Um, I just found out that we we did a staff survey at the beginning of the week, and sort of the results came out and the of uh, emotions that people were feeling. And it's mm. interesting. The top two were hope and anxiety. Really? Yeah. And I just thought that huh. was fascinating because it's like, uh, I think that's just so true. Like uh, the paradox of feeling mm. just a lot of emotions right now, and I'll even. Mm-hmm. I, for me personally, I'll go day to day. Like one day I'll just, um, things are looking up, um, you know, whatever it is, I'm just in a good rhythm. Then, then the next day, which honestly for me is today, just feel a little, uh, under the weather, even though I'm not sick, just like emotionally under the weather. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a common theme with a lot of people is yeah. the, the swing from emotion to emotion is either heightened and extremed or it's everything's flat. Everything's the same, almost numbing. And so, yes, I, yeah, I think for, for me, I, I'm co- coming out of a numb stage and into a swing stage. Yeah. <laughs> so like a swing yeah. stage. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. (laughs) I'm sure there's a scientific term out there somewhere for that, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was kind of funny. Um, Missy and I were both like pretty just kind of down. I think myself a little bit more than her. And I was just walking by our front door and I was going to get our mail that was outside. And she's like, Oh wait, are we, are we going on a drive? Okay, great. Yeah. I'll go grab my shoes. And I was just like, Oh yeah. Like doing things that are out of the normal (laughs) or fun kind of spontaneous. Like that was a lifesaver. So like we just drove around yesterday and like, didn't even get out of the car, but just, it just reminded us like, Oh, like we don't have to be confined to our little apartment all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny how much just a drive will do it. Uh, right now. Yeah. We, we've got a few of those kind of things. Um, actually Wednesday, Wednesday is today when we're recording and, uh, Mm -hmm. I, I go out and I get us fills, you know, do like a pickup order and, uh, that's a small little treat, but it just helps us like, you know, manage a little bit. So love that. Uh, David had to step out for a while, but, uh, I have two, two important questions asked. We talked about right before we hit record. We're going to try to keep this one a little shorter to make up for last week. Uh, so we're going <laughs> to, I got one question that you know about, but the first question I didn't g- give you in a prep time. Okay. Uh, sure. So here we go. What was your favorite cereal as a kid? And what does that tell us about your personality? Wow. Yeah. That's a great question. I try. I think I would have to go with uh, the top three right now that I'm sorting through are Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms. Come on, dude. And and there was this one cereal that were just like little hexagons of Uh honey. Uh uh I forget uh what it was called. Yeah. 
Yeah, of course. Honeycrisp. I don't know if that, is that what it was. I, I think don't it know. was Honeycrisp, honey actually. Something like that. I think I'd have to go with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's amazing. And here's why. It taught me a life lesson. <laughs> okay. It, it taught me a life lesson about the importance of proportions when you're cooking what like the ratio of 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 ingredients like milk to cereal like how that translates later in life to you know just the importance of making sure that when you are cooking everything is calculated otherwise you could wind up with just gross weird milk with soggy cereal as opposed to like slight crunch a little bit of cinnamon you get a little bit of horchata almost at the bottom oh yes it is like you're so right yeah uh, and side note, you had amazing horchata at your wedding. That just Dude, reminded me. <laughs> so we, good. We are not connoisseurs of horchata by any means, but we know how to pick it. Yeah, that's great. So we're, you and I are pretty aligned cereal wise. Um, not theology wise, but cereal wise, we're pretty aligned. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> uh, dude, cinnamon toast crunch is so good. <laughs> that's definitely one of my all time faves. Uh, but where you are extremely misinformed and wrong is okay. L- Lucky Charms is a horrible cereal. Wow, those fake Why? those fake marshmallows, dude. The texture of those is so gross. Hmm. I could I could see how that could uh, protrude a unacquainted <laughs> palate, but once you are, you know, you graduate, you take a couple master classes on how to eat cereal properly, then then we can have a, our actual conversation around cereal and No, I'm not done. Uh I gotta okay. I, I, I wanna tell you mine. <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch would definitely be top three. I think so here's mine. Honey nut Cheerios. Ooh. And I think this is what it tells me about my personality. Uh it, okay. <laughs> In real time, as it's coming to my head. Uh, as much as I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which I do, probably number three would be uh, Fruit Loops, you know, classic kid cereal. Uh, Honey Nut Cheerios are just sweet enough that, like, when I was in high school, I could de- I could demolish, like, five bowls at once. Mm. Or college, mm-hmm. you know, at night when you're just craving cereal. <laughs> or yesterday. <laughs> uh, we don't eat cereal at my house. That's a, that's a discussion for another time. Really interesting. Wow. Uh, but yeah, so maybe that tells me something about my personality of like, uh, yeah, like I don't want to be too, like I, I like my life to be simple, you know? I just need a little sweetness. I don't need it. Be over the top, uh, simple, five bowls worth of it. Okay. Okay. Well, if David was here, um, I'd be excited to hear. What do you think David would have said? (laughs) That's good. Uh, I don't know. What do you, maybe is David a Golden Grams guy? Classic GG? I could see him being a Golden Grams guy. There's no way he's like, one of those weird, uh, no, not like, like grape, raisin bran crunch nuts. or something. No, <laughs> He's, I could also see him as just like I like hot cereal. <laughs> yes, I could see him it's going like, a total different direction. Yeah, or like yeah. I, I'll be honest, I've never had any cereal. 
<laughs> While David's gone, let's just talk about David a little more. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of fun. Uh, if you guys don't know, David's really into the game Animal Crossing right now. That seems yes, to be a huge hit with the kids mm-hmm. and some adults. <laughs> So if you Adam, can you can you give us a couple like uh, just a summary of what Animal Crossing is? <laughs> I don't know. He's trying to explain it to me. It's <laughs> apparently a virtual garden. I don't know what that has to do with the title Animal Crossing. But the other day, I asked him about it, and he said, "Yeah, I have to go pull some weeds." <laughs> I thought he was joking. He's like, "No, I really have to do that." <laughs> so, do you understand it? No, yeah. uh, my understanding is it's kind of like The Sims and Farmville put together. So like you have a character, oh, but you have okay. to do tasks with your character and then you get stuff that you can trade with other people. But I don't know. Nice. Nice. Well, yeah. if you guys are on Animal Crossing, I don't Are you on it? Whatever. However it works. Look up David. Go see David's uh, <laughs> farm. Animalcrossing.com slash David Stallnecker. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, dude. Okay. He's got a big following cool. on Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, here's the the real question. I just love to talk about it. again. We're going to keep things um, a little shorter today, and 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 just a reminder of why we do this. I've talked to <laughs> surprisingly more people than I thought when I just randomly run into sync people or call them or text them. And uh, a lot of you have actually listened to the podcast. Uh, so that's that's thank good. You. I know. Thank you. That's fine. And it seems uh, to be going pretty well. Uh, but just a reminder of why we do this. Uh, we joke about it, but we're not we're not trying to uh, have a best seller or whatever you call those on a chart. Maybe that's your goal, Mark. But uh, really, the goal is just to uh, help our community feel more connected for you guys to know us a little better. And then obviously when mm-hmm. we be, bring people in like last week, Jess Chow, one of our sync folks, uh, to get to know them hear uh, more about their, their story and their expertise. So, uh, in light of that sort of the get to know us a little better, uh, I thought it'd be cool if we just went around and if David's back, he can, he can say it too. Uh, but I thought it'd be cool for us to name our favorite verse. Uh, some people call it a life verse. That feels a little too cheesy, but uh, like a, a guiding verse for us. And then just talk through what it means for us and and sort of uh, maybe what that can apply to anybody listening. So, Dude, that's so good. I think like when people aren't, uh, I, I shouldn't speak for everyone, when I am not doing well, I tend to turn back to this verse in particular. And so I think just being at the place that we are coming into today at, like not doing super great, yep. it would be very helpful just for me to read this for myself, let alone share it with others. Let's so, go. Thank you for this exercise. Dude, it's like a great. Bible study. Kind of is. Uh, my verse comes from Psalm, the book of Psalms, Dude. Psalm 91. Basically the whole Psalm 91, if you hadn't read it, uh, don't because this is my verse and it's written for me and I don't want you guys stealing it and, and claiming this as your quote unquote life verse as well. Do you have a, um, you have a whole verse copyrighted? That's crazy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You can find it at Psalm91.com slash Mark. Dude, that's like the um, people that buy stars and they're like, that's my star. <laughs> that's my star. I've never gotten a gift like this before. You bought me a star. Yeah. Um, basically, 
I mean, do you want me to read it too, yeah. or just like explain it? All right. We want to hear it, bro. I'll read the first couple of verses. I mean, I yeah, do, on, but it's 16 lines long. Uh, <laughs> he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of the night. That's my favorite part. Yeah. Nor the arrow that flies by day. That's my second favorite part. <laughs> nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your right side, ten thousand. Oh, a thousand will fall at your side, ten thousand at your right side, but it will not come near you. That's probably okay. I changed it. That's actually my favorite part. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. We'll just leave it there. The rest of it's equally as good, but I just love Solid. all of the imagery there. Yes. I love that God is covering us. I think it puts fear and puts. Yeah, I guess mostly fear in my life into back into perspective. Hmm. When I'm scared of things, whether that's like physically scared or anxious or worried, and I remember, man, like all I have to do is be with God and he will have a giant wing that's covering me and then I will watch all the bad things around me die, but I won't die because he's there with me. Like that imagery is so empowering to me personally that, like this verse has gotten me through a lot of fear and a lot of yeah anxious thoughts nice dude that's so good uh i couldn't help it when you talked about the pestilence part i thought of david's Mm -hmm. garden and just how much he probably has to fight off pestilence and pesticides (laughs) (laughs) we were just talking about your garden sorry david you missed that uh so i'd love to hear what why the you talked about the the image of the night, image of the arrows, mm-hmm. like anything mm-hmm. uh, about those two that seem to just stick out. Yeah, I like growing up a lot of a lot of the the fear and anxious thoughts would usually appear in my life at night. Yeah, so that would be like when I was by myself or in bed or relaxing at night or studying or whatever. And so, I think there that verses that just talked about fear in general felt a little bit too blanket but that was specific to me and what i was going through during those times of like man like yes the things that are happening at night and the way that my mind is is being attacked like that is i can find comfort in this like i I can put myself in that story and i can see myself being the character because of course it was because it was written for me so you know, <laughs> perks, I guess. Dude, <laughs> that phrase that you just said, I think is so brilliant, dude. Put yourself in the story. I feel like mm. that is part of the key to scripture reading. That's so many mm. of us miss or we, uh, mm. yeah, we just read it as a textbook of like, here mm. are the facts uh, that are being, I'm being informed of. Uh, instead of putting ourselves in the story and really letting it swirl around us, immerse ourselves in the narrative yep. or the context or the metaphor, whatever that uh, mm-hmm. the part of the Bible is, and just really like putting yourself in the place of Jesus or the disciples. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that's a good word. 
That's that's really good. I think I think that's a, a a really interesting brilliant thought pattern to go down of because when you do put yourself there and you do allow yourself to kind of be engulfed in the story or in the metaphor or in the meaning that's how the book comes alive because who you are today is different than who you're going to be tomorrow and what you and like what you went through you know a year ago is going to shape how you see that verse as opposed to now and so to me i think as as i've been reading scripture more and kind of developing you know my thoughts around how can a book that never changes speak to me so differently at different times it's really because i'm reading it from a different you know perspective or person than i did last time i read that and yeah. Putting myself in that story is one of those ways that I could see not only growth in myself, but also how God's, you know, how a, a static book can be dynamic and alive. Yeah, dude. We just talked about that verse on Sunday, the the word of God being living and active, how it mm-hmm. uh, has the ability, if you, if you allow it to, to really work on mm-hmm. you and do surgery. That's good. All right, David, uh, let's go to you, man. What's your favorite verse all time? And, uh, yeah, how's it sort of impacted your life? Yeah, dude. Uh, one of my favorite verses is uh, based out of Proverbs. I gotta remember which one. That's fair. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Proverbs uh, 16.31. It's kind of a obscure, funny one, but... It's uh, Proverbs sixteen thirty one. It says, "Gray hair is a is a glorious crown. It is found in the way of righteousness." Amen. Mm. So it's uh, it's kind of yeah, it's an obscure one. But so growing up, I would go with my um, my grandfather was a bus driver, mm. and my grandpa was kind of my father figure since my my dad wasn't super around. Um, so I'd have to get up at somewhere between four and four thirty every morning to go with him to the bus yard um so i could get to school but he would uh wait he was hold like up. walking around the bus i've heard you talk about this before that i've missed that detail <laughs> what time was that again yeah <laughs> i would have to get up at 4 4 30 every Shut morning up. is this yeah. is this where your hatred for mornings comes from dude i think it is dude because <laughs> i mean no nobody no kid in elementary school should ever have to get up that early but I had to do it every wow. day. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry for interrupting. This is awesome. No, it's. Uh, I'm glad you. I'm glad someone finally recognized that detail because <laughs> I, I never get. I never get sympathy. <laughs> actually. <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, yeah, he. We'd get up. We'd get in his blue pickup truck, and we'd drive to the bus yard. And at some point in that morning, whether it was at the bus yard or. On the drive to the pickup truck, he would um, he would have me read a proverb a day. Oh. He'd always have me read one a day. And at the time, I hated it, but it just really kind of grew to instill in me. Like now being older, I just value it. I value those moments. I value that time and stuff that he like put in. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and uh and that's but that's kind of the one verse through all the proverbs that's the one that just always stuck with me just yeah. that gray hair and i kind of look forward to having gray hair one day like 
you know, I have this like one white hair in my beard somewhere. I don't know where it is, but Alicia will always try and yank it out. And I'm like, no, you better not yank out that beard hair because I love it. It's my, it's my one. It's your wisdom. It's my one crown of glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I've got to. Yeah. So, and it's just, yeah, it's just the, it just, yeah. It's awesome, man. I've got a little patch of gray in my beard here. Yeah. So that makes me feel good. Uh, yeah, I think it's so cool. That's why I go to you for wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for understanding that. I love the combo of that, of like uh, the beautiful story about your grand, your uh, grandpa and then the the way he had you read Proverbs and then how that proverb is about, you know, what you think of when you think of a, a grandparent is, is gray hair and wisdom and so be- so beautiful, man. So good. Um, so mine is Colossians three seventeen. I won't share my second favorite, uh, or I will, but I'm not going to talk about it. But which is uh, what is your life? It's but a mist, uh, your vapor, quick to disappear. I've talked about that mm-hmm. enough uh, at sync and on the podcast. But my my all time favorite Colossians three seventeen uh, says whatever you do. Whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And that started resonating with me in high school. I was mm-hmm. uh, into sports. And so I'd start like writing it like on my baseball glove or my football cleats and uh, very high school type thing to do. Yep. But I think it was very meaningful in that time because the principle that I, that God was teaching me is like uh, everything matters. And uh, I came from a tradition that didn't always approach life that way. There was like, the, you had the spiritual and then you had the secular. And hmm. uh, a lot of times we would just separate it. So it's like, just listen to spiritual music and just hang out with your spiritual friends. And, and so uh, I think I started learning in high school, like, man, every everything is spiritual. Everything can be a moment for me to glorify God and to do it with, with Jesus. And, Hmm. and it even, I think has influenced my theology to this day of like, uh, we say this phrase a lot at our church, but the with God life, like that's the most transformative thing for me is like learning how, uh, like learning how to be with God, not, not just in a Bible study, not just in a prayer session or on a, or at church, but like, uh, you know, when I'm cooking or washing the dishes or, uh, hanging out with my kids. And, and so, uh, I, yeah, I heard, uh, Richard Rohr say, say one time, he said, uh, however you do everything, wait, you know, however you do anything is how you do everything. <laughs> it's hmm. sort of like, a uh, sort of a monk kind of statement to sort of meditate on, but but just thinking through this idea that uh, anything we do, uh, we can do it in uh, with Jesus and in His glory, and like, and it's convicting too because I, you know, I can uh, end up uh, like I notice like when I'm tr- treating my dog, <laughs> you know, impatiently, that speaks to something <laughs> in my heart, right? As silly as that is, or like when I get frustrated, uh, at my wife or, um, you know, all these things, every, every piece of this points to, um, something deeper. So 
Yeah. That's mine. I love that, man. It's really good. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, I, I've loved this conversation. David, uh, oh, yes. That's, we got, <laughs> you missed our most important question, actually. And, uh, oh, shoot. <laughs> we already made a guess. So we'll see who's right about uh, your answer. Yeah. So before, when you had to leave for a little bit, uh, we can end with this question. Um, what is your, what was your favorite cereal as a kid? And what does that tell us? Tell us about your personality. Yeah. What well, what do you guys think my favorite cereal is? <laughs> we went a lot of di- different directions, actually. We did. We went down we some did. different paths. I think my initial one was Golden Grams. That's my real one. Interesting. I said you would throw a curveball and say something like oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, you're both wrong. <laughs> Uh, it's cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, let's go, dude! That's the best cereal ever made. Like, we're cereal buddies. Cereal, dude. That was Mark's fave. It was in my top three. Yeah. What does that tell? What was your number one? Uh, you guess. Uh, what was your? <laughs> I don't really know. Did they have different cereals when you were a kid? <laughs> that, is this a fair question? Or, like, or is this a trick? Am I just going to use one I've never heard of? Just, Dude, no, it's uh, the Flintstones, wasn't it? You liked the Fruity Pebs? Fruity Pea? Fruity Pebs. Fruity Pea, baby. Pebbles. That's solid. Uh, it was Honey Nut Cheerios. A little, little more simple. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That was a solid joke, dude. But hey, dude, gray hair uh, just means glory of the Lord. So just make Amen. make fun of my age all you want, man. Just do it. Dude, I make fun out of it out of jealousy. <laughs> when I make fun of it, it's always out of jealousy. <laughs> I always think of that verse. Uh, well, we're going to wrap things up today. Uh, David, I told them while you're gone, we're going to keep things a little shorter today. Um, depending on when you guys listen to this, Though, uh, just a few things for you to know about. Uh, I mean, we've been talking about these a lot, but obviously we have our Facebook Live services on Sunday night. And uh, man, they've just been so cool. And so if you haven't checked those out, or maybe you've just watched a few during the week or something, man, I just want to encourage you to come uh, and sort of treat it like an actual service, uh, if you can remember what, what those were like. But come at 7 and just engage with people. That's that's been one of my favorite parts, is the conversations that conversation that's happening. So, just encourage you to do that. Like, get on your computer and just uh, you know discuss with people, say hi to people, because uh, mm. it's all about the community. And uh, one last thing I was gonna say. What was it? Oh yeah. So this is an announcement we made last Sunday. But this is sort of bittersweet, uh, Mark who is on our podcast right now, been on the staff, is he? Sanct- <laughs> Sank staff for decades. Uh, just been around forever at Sank. Uh, he's still on the Sank team, but in this weird lockdown interim period, Mark's doing a ton with online church. And so uh, he's going to step out of a lot of day-to-day Sank stuff. And mm-hmm. Amy Brown, 
who Ooh, literally has Amy been, Brown. literally been at Snake for over a decade. Yeah, uh, she actually has. As a congregate, is going to step in a little bit and just be helping us um, just with connection and community life stuff. So uh, any words on that, Mark? I mean, we're it's probably less sad for David and I because we see you all the time. Um, but, you know, people at Sank might see you a little less. Yeah, it, it is a little bittersweet, like you said, but I think that it is such a blessing that we're gaining Amy Brown. She is awesome, and she will get stuff done. Yep. So you guys are lucky to have her. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think for me, it's it's just it's still processing things. Um, it's still it still feels nice because I get to see you guys, but it, it is going to be a little bit sad on Sunday nights. Um, but I don't know. I would love to give you both a little bit of an update on online church. And Let's go. this would just be a, a so I think this is breaking breaking news, but breaking news uh, have, audio underneath this. Beep 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 yep, beep, beep, we beep, have, beep. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. That's okay. We have hit half a million impressions on YouTube. Meaning Half a million people have seen our video either come up or is suggested. And of that, we've had like a huge spike in views. So I'm super excited to see what, what's going, yeah, how that's going to continue. And I'm stoked on trying to get Menlo Church out to everyone who needs Jesus. That's amazing, Which is everyone. man. Yeah, it's really cool. <coughs> that's amazing. Uh, That's awesome. Half a million, I can't even compute that. It's crazy. Me neither. Crazy. Well, great job on your part. Uh, you've you've really helped uh, get our platform up there. And yeah, like you said, just sort of in a desperate time, <laughs> we had to throw a Hail Mary, like uh, like so many churches across the world. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just been cool to see God use that. I felt like you were going to say something. <laughs> Okay. Uh sorry, you kind of cut out uh, so I couldn't couldn't hear you. We'll fix it in post. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll have a uh, we'll have Amy Brown do that. Yeah, Amy Brown fix it. <laughs> uh dude, I don't know if a lot of people know this the behind the scenes. We should probably do a behind the scenes episode on the church online and how we quickly we had to pivot from not having services to having services and what that was like. Dude, that was just, that week was nuts. Crazy. But we did it. Crazy. And it's up and running. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, but Mark will still be on the podcast, at least most weeks. Here, baby, let's go. <laughs> because as we decided, <laughs> again, while you were gone, David, uh, Mark is the Dwayne Wade of the big three. Oh, we went with that big three? Yes. What do you think? Oh, that's disgusting, dude. <laughs> do you want the Warriors? That's the worst big three. That's the worst big three of all time. You tell, who do you who think do you, you were you, in yeah. that big three? I was for sure Chris Bosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Why were you Chris Bosh? That's who I would have wanted to be. Why were you Chris Bosh? He's the one that David looks the most like a velociraptor for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, okay, let's um, go another you big know, Adam's got the re- Adam's got the receding hairline. LeBron. <laughs> oh, let's that's go. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, let's do another big three real quick. 
Oh, I can't. I'm, I'm still. I'm kind of mad we landed on that big. Team. I said the Bulls wow. first. Let's do Bulls real quick. Yeah, Bulls. Uh, Bulls for sure. Are you the Dennis Rodman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, Mark? I feel like I would be the Dennis Rodman. Oh. Oh, okay. I do a lot of work behind the scenes, especially for online church. Dude, and I feel trash, like trash, man. Just. But maybe Scotty. Here's why. Um, I feel like I, in a lot of roles, have been like the auxiliary oh, yeah. man. You know what I mean? I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, I'm, I don't think I'm Michael Jordan. That's not a fair big three. <laughs> Nobody's Michael Jordan. Tony Kukoc or what? Yeah, I'll be Kukoc. <laughs> All right. What's another big three, David? This is the last thing. Um, shoot, dude, Warriors. Three. Let's take a movie big three. Oh, let's, let's do oh, a who's a big thing. three in a movie. Oh shoot! Uh, like what if we did the big three in the Avengers? Ooh. Okay, I'm down. So, Thor, Iron Man, Captain America. Yeah. Oh man. Oh shoot. Thor is Mark, right? Hundred <laughs> percent. I'm so happy you just said that. You just made my day. <laughs> I think so, bro. You bring down yeah. that hammer. Uh, Dude. Uh, I don't know the other two. I don't know. I might when I do. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, because I have no idea who I am or who you are. Me neither. I just know Mark's Thor. Yeah, Mark's Thor. When I do Big Three, this might date myself as young, but did you guys ever watch Ed, Ed, and Eddie TV, yeah. the kids' TV show? No, dude. Whenever I do Big Three, that's the Big Three. Oh, my gosh. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> what even is that? that? Dude, you need to go watch it. Okay. It's the greatest kids' show ever made. Okay. Fair enough. I'll go watch it. I feel I feel like Adam is the Hulk and David <laughs> is Hawkeye. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, oh, okay. I was gonna say Hawkeye. Yeah. Okay. Why I have to ask now, why do you think that I have moments of extreme rage? Because I feel <laughs> like it's in you somewhere and I've yet to see it, but I always kinda wanna poke it out. Oh just to kind of see what that would be like. Go. Okay, well, that's that's a time for another podcast. But yeah, I used <laughs> my mom used to tell me uh, with my uh, with my temper that I would go to jail one day if I didn't learn oh, how to curb it. Did you really? Yeah, wow. it's pretty intense. Dang. You really you really hit on something there, dude. Uh, but we're out of time. So wow. Well, we'll my, into- my I came into this podcast at a three happiness. I think I'm at a solid four and a half five now after that. So yeah. thank you. You're welcome. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for being part of our community. David, Mark, Adam, we're out of here. See you guys. Bye, everybody. See ya. Bye. Later, guys.